We are today starting chapter 27 in Sefer Shemuel. What was the last thing that occurred? The last thing that occurred was David had his meeting with Shaul. When David was standing on the cliff looking down upon Shaul. Last meeting. Yeah, the last meeting in which Shaul says, I'm no longer going to chase you. And David says, look, I only wish that my heart is treated with, which has much, with as much respect as I treated yours. Like as much as I cared for your soul, I hope my soul is taken care of by God. And Shaul ends up saying, bless are you, my son. You are, you're going to succeed. I know you will. And that's Shaul's like the last gasp of his, of his sanity. Whatever, I don't know. I don't want to speak in that level of extreme. But, but like, as I said a million times, like, this is his, the last time we're going to see him in a lucid, non-paranoid Normal. state. Okay? Chapter 27. Short chapter. Let's try to do the whole thing in 10 minutes. Chapter 28 on the dot. 27. 27. Yeah. So David then says to himself, upon, upon departing from Shaul, this last time, he says to himself, One day I'm going to be caught by Shaul. I have nothing better to do than to run to the land of the Pelishtim. Then Shaul will give up from chasing me, the whole Gevul Israel in the lands of Israel, and then I'll, I'll successfully escape from his hand. As you remember, whenever David was talking to Shaul, he says, the, the, if, you're, if you are chasing me because your advisors are telling you to do so, then they're doing a bad thing because they're causing me to serve other gods. Now, obviously, David's not going to serve other gods, but what he was saying was, they're forcing me to go to lands in which Hashem is not served, in which God is not served, in which in pagan lands where I could hide, and I'm being influenced by Abu Dazara, essentially. And now we see, what does David say? I'm scared, I'm going to fall into Shaul's hands, and where does he go? To lands of the Pelishtim. So exactly as he said, would have to happen to him, he had to do. Now, this is not the first time we've seen this, Okay. He, we've seen uh, David go to the lands of the Pelishim before. We've also seen him go to the lands of Moab. Let's continue a little bit and we'll, show, we'll see it. Pazuk bet. Vayakum David vayavorhu v'sheshemot ish asher imo elachish ben maoch melech gad. David gets up and he goes him and 600 men that were with him to achish the son of maoch, the king of Gat. Gat is a city in the area of Pelishim. By the way, the Pelishim lived on the western half of southern Israel or maybe the, like middle Israel basically on the same line as Yerushalayim just go west you hit the area of the Pelishtim and we're saying that the Pelishti area is Gat now from today do you know of any cities with the name Gat in them? Kiryat Gat Karme Gat where uh, Maruf lives yeah, yeah, yeah. and that is west of Yerushalayim in that same general uh, like a area just go straight west and that's where, in those days, the Pelishtim lived. That's crazy. So it's, he's saying that this is Melech Gat, the king of Gat. So the city Kiryat Gat Karmen Gat is named after the biblical general area in which David was hiding. That's crazy. Okay? So that's, that's very interesting. Now, uh, have we seen this name Achish before? Achish, the king yes, of Gat? Yeah, yeah. <coughs> when did we see this? This is not the same one, though. So whenever David ran away from Shaul with the Yonatan with the archer with the with the arrows, you remember the thing that Yonatan like sent him a hint. It's that if it's Rosh Chodesh, if you're, my father gets angry at you, I know you have to run away. Yonatan comes out. He says, "Yeah, my father got angry. You have to run away." So he runs away. He goes first to the king to the Koanim city, 
in which Doeg was there. And after the Kohanim city, he runs to Gat, to the Pelishti area, in which the king, the people are like, hey, this is the general of Shaul's army, let's kill him. And then David had to act like he was crazy, and they let go of him. And who was, what was the name of that king? Achish. Achish. Now, what's going, how is it that now he's able to go to Achish and just chill there, but last time he had to act like a crazy man so he wasn't killed? No, so the Radak has two answers. One is that he's coming this time with 600 men. Come with 600 men. A, you're a little bit scary. Nobody wants to mess with you. B, it shows that, hold on, he successfully separated a brigade from Shaul's army. So it confirms the fact, which was probably public knowledge, that there is a spat between the, uh, Shaul and David. And when he sees, oh, he's, he's separated from Shaul, maybe there's opportunity to pick him up on my team. So now... Yeah, I guess so. So that maybe, maybe Achish is thinking, ah, David is now leaving Shaul, maybe I could pick him up as like a mercenary to join my team. Okay? So that was one possibility. The other possibility is, look at the way it describes Achish's name. It says, El Achish ben Ma'och Melchkat. It says who he's the son of. Perhaps the reason it's telling us it's the son of this guy is to tell you that it's a different Achish. Meaning Achish is probably a very common name. Maybe many of the kings had the name Achish. But this one is the son of Ma'och. It's not the one that you know from before. So he had no recollection of David from the previous time, which allowed David to come and say, I find it pretty compelling, honestly. Okay, Pasuk Gimel. David dwelled with Achish and Gat, he and his people with his house, each person with their house, David with both of his wives, Achinoam Yisraelit, Karmelit. Why would Achinoam be listed first and not Abigail? Because Abigail was previously married. So maybe it's like, uh, it's going in order of their, you know, their, he married first, uh, Achinoam was a virgin, so maybe. Was Abigail known as her first wife? As, his first, as her first wife? So that's an interesting, the Chachamim have an, a theory on that. It's an interesting theory. Whenever Abigail was talking to David, she says at the end of her speech, and please my master, remember me. Now, remember you, at that time Abigail had no reason to assume her husband would die. So why would she want to be remembered by another man? They say that there's a little bit of lack of sinute on her part, that she was showing her hand, that while she was still married to the first guy, she was sending hints that she would be open to a relationship with David. And because of that, it describes her as still married to Naval, to, to kind of like, a, to her shame. But that's a, whatever, that's a, a midrash. And you can probably find it on a she. Does it say, does she say it here? He t- they say it on the story... There, they don't. They say in the story of Abigail and David, um, that that idea. Okay. Pasuk Dalav. Vayugad leShaul ki barach David Gat velo yasaf od levakshol. And Shaul heard that David ran to Gat, and he no longer chased him. Why? Because it was too difficult. Well, how is he going to go get into the land of Pelishim just to find David? Vayomer David alachish im nama tzati chen beanecha itnuli makom beachat arayas sadeve eshev hashem elamma yeshev avdecha beiram amnachaimach. So David says, if I found favor in your eyes, Achish. Let me sit in one of the cities. Let me dwell in one of the cities outside the area. Why do I have to dwell in the city of the king? Why is David doing this? Because he doesn't want eyes on him. He wants some privacy, which makes sense. Okay. So Achish lets him dwell in Siklag. And therefore Siklag belonged to the... Because of this, that David dwelled there, it ended up staying within the portion of Yehuda. Until this day, meaning once David took control of Tziklag, he never really let go of it, even after 
you know, this whole thing blows over, he, he keeps that as a portion within Israel. Now, the interesting thing is, if you look in Sefer Yoshua, Tziklag is listed as one of the cities that Yehuda conquered and, 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 and had. So, why is it saying that Tziklag now came into the possession of David, if we already had it from before? So, the, the best, the most compelling, in my opinion, uh, interpretation is that they had to reconquer it. Because what, what was the biggest issue during the time of the Shofetim? Who was the biggest enemy? The Philistim. So they probably took some of the cities, and this was one of them. And now David has to reconquer it. And now once David reconquered it, it remains Jewish. The number of the amount of time that David was in the lands of Pelishim was Yamim and four months. Now, what does Yamim mean? Technically, in Tanakh Hebrew, Yamim typically means a year exactly. Yamim You sell a land, you have a year to, re- to reclaim the land. Right, the pasuk says Yamim that you have one year to reclaim the land. That's what Yamim in Tanakh Hebrew means. The problem is that when did David run away to Pelishtim after the death of Shemuel or before the death of Shemuel? After the death of Shemuel, because we just saw the death of Shemuel in like the twenty-fifth chapter. So why? So we know that Shaul, for some reason, the Chachamim calculated that Shaul only had between four and seven months of kingdom, of kingship, after the death of Shemuel, before David took over. So how could it be that David goes to the land of Pelishtim, he's there for a year and four months, but we, we know that Shaul only that was only served for four more months at this time. Yeah. And David took over after there? him. So what was he doing? How was he, what, he's being king from there? So they say that here, Yamim doesn't mean what it typically means in Tanakh, it actually means a few days. So it means four months and a few days. That's the way the, I think the Radak explains it. How, why? With, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying it's a... Four months and two days. It says four months and two days. They already took... They're not going to give you all this background that I gave you. The translation is inserting the, the interpretation into the translation. It's honestly a bad translation if it does that. It should... If, if I were translating, I would say a year and four months, and then oh, on the bottom, I would yeah, give I mean, interpretation of what... Yamim could mean otherwise. Oh, Yamim ba'arba'a chadashim. Yamim, you should have said ba'arba'a chadashim with shnei yamim. Yeah, exactly. It says Yamim ba'arba'a chadashim. Yamim, coming first, typically means the longer period of time. You say a year and four months. Yeah. Right, so that's a peshat, but it doesn't work well with the timeline, so the Chachamim did some, you know, gymnastics, and they came out with the four months and a couple of days. I believe, I agree with Jason, it's a difficult thing to say, because why, why do we have to know it's a few days? Yeah. Four months, okay. So if it's more than four months, say five months. So it's four months on a few days. Okay, Pasukhet Vayal David Manashava Shetu Allah Kishuriva Gizriva Ha'amaliki, Kihena Yoshavota Aris Ashurme Olambo, Ahashura, Vadaris Misraim. David and his people, they now go and they spread out over the land on the Gishuri and the Gizri and the Amalaki people, for they were dwelling in the land from, uh, for a long time from Bashura until Misraim. So what is David doing all of a sudden? Now that he's separate from Achish, He's going and he's attacking the local Canaanite people. To whose benefit? No, to Am Yisrael's benefit. These are Am Yisrael's enemies. These are probably friends of the Pelishnim. So he's separated and now he's attacking all of these people that are enemies of Am Yisrael from the Pelishti side. Now David wanted to hide what he was doing from Achish. So as he struck the land, he wouldn't keep anybody alive. And he took sheep and this and all the cattle and all the spoils 
and he came back to Achish, but he would not leave any people alive, so that they wouldn't know who he's attacking. So Achish would ask him, who did you go and attack today? And what would David answer? I went to all the Jewish people. I went to Yehuda, I went to the Keni, I went to Yirach Me'eli. So David is attacking the enemies of Jewish people. He comes back to Achish with, with a lot of spoils, gives them to Achish. And then Achish, oh, who did you catch today? He said, I went to the Jews and I killed the Jews. Uh. So David is pulling this whole shtick. And now he's going to earn the love of Achish. He wouldn't keep anybody alive, any man or woman. Lest the people, the captives, speak up and they tell this is what David is actually doing. He didn't leave anybody alive. And Achish developed a trust for David, saying, David has started, he's, he hates Am Israel now. And now I could trust that David is going to be my eternal servant. And that is David's trick and his ploy. And how he pulls one over Achish so far. Baruch Adonai Lulam. Amen. 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 Amen.